Oh! Hello, everyone! Hello! Welcome back to another exciting episode of I'm Horrified. I'm realizing right now, I think the last couple episodes, we didn't introduce ourselves. My name is Sam. My name's Allie. So that's that. Are we doing last names? God, can we get our shit together? (laughs) I think let's keep it mysterious. I am, I am, yeah, Allison. Allison sounds more formal. That's my legal name. Yes. And Samantha. Samantha. Who Uh, is she? I'm Samantha. That's not you. Absolutely not. (laughs) No, I'm a Charlotte. We all know that. Yeah. Allison has like a finance degree. Yeah, I see that. She's totally got her shit together more than I do. Or she like lives on a commune. Maybe. I could see that. Yeah, she went like full commune. Yeah. She's like farming fresh vegetables and creating a focaccia bread every day. I mean, even that is, is... probably more successful than I am myself as Allie. Allie needs to <laughs> scrape it together. Allie needs to at least have a good, healthy relationship with Allison to, like, continue to go to the farmer's market. I think within every Allison is an Allie and vice versa. That's beautiful. Yeah. And that brings us to our topic. I actually don't <laughs> know what the topic is. Yeah, I don't know how to do this. But yeah, so I'm going to, it's my week to tell a little story. And Allie, I, before we brought this podcast back, I texted you about this because it was in the news and I was like, oh my God, have you been thinking about this? Or what do you think about this? And you were like, oh, I have no concept of what that is. And I was like, don't look into it. And I didn't. Please let me tell you about this. Great. I don't even remember the name. Like you said the name earlier and I was like, I don't even, oh it doesn't God. ring any bell. This is just like, have you seen the clip of, it's a guy named Adam Conover's podcast and he's talking to Defunct Land, like the guy who does the Defunct Land I videos. Just, I think, yeah. And he's like, I just did a video on the Wiggles, blah, 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 blah. And Adam Conover's like, what are the Wiggles? And Defunctland is like so taken aback yet thrilled to be like. I get to tell you what the Wiggles are? Like, I get to, you have no concept of the Wiggles? It's like talking to a Martian. Yeah. Who's moved to Earth. That's how I feel about this. That's how I feel, Allie, to tell you about Scandaval. Scandaval? Scandaval. Sounds like a scandal at a carnival? You're not that far off. I'm not but, wrong. I'm not oh, that baby, wrong. I, I, I have the shivers. I cannot wait to tell you about this. I mean, the time. Let's get into it. Oh my god! Crack Here we the go. Egg. So to really understand the phenomena that is Scandaval, we have to go back, back to what many, including me, would consider the golden age of reality television. Let me set the scene. It's 2013, and you are watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm. A major plotline of this season is the end of housewife Brandy Glenville's relationship with her husband, Eddie Cibrian, who famously left her for Leanne Rimes. This was big news in 2013. Right. Previously to getting with Leanne, Eddie had an affair with a young woman who is now back in Brandy's circle because she is newly working at one of fellow housewife Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants. And so Lisa begs Brandy to squash the beef. And so, on this episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Brandy sits down at Lisa's restaurant, Sir, with then 28-year-old Sheena Marie. Sheena and Brandy talk it out, and Sheena gets up from the table. But wait, the camera isn't following Brandy back onto Santa Monica Boulevard. No, it's following Sheena on her smoke break at the restaurant into the back alley behind Sir. It's introducing us to her fellow waiters with names like Jax and Stassi. It's, it's, it's an entirely new show. Oh! Welcome to the pilot episode of Vanderpump Rules. 
which focuses not on the MILFs of Hollywood, but instead the scumbag 20-somethings who, while working at Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants Sir and Pump, are also trying to make their way as actors, models, musicians, and influencers. Vanderpump Rules really took off and has had a successful 10 seasons on Bravo. But I'll admit, it fell off my radar for a few years. I was heavily invested in the first few seasons, but then I didn't have cable for free anymore, and so I wasn't watching it as much. Yeah, thanks, Mom and Dad. (laughs) But that all changed with the event that rocked the nation. The Scandaval. Oh, I shiver (laughs) when you say it. I knew, Allie, that when you told me you didn't know about Scandaval, I had to dig deep into my own scumbag 2013 mindset to give a comprehensive overview of why this event has rocked the nation. You're so brave. What is Scandaval? Who are these scumbags? And what makes this reality TV moment different from every other scandal on every other Bravo show? Those are big words, Sam. (laughs) You're talking a big game. And I'm going to deliver, baby. Let's go. I know you are. Believe it or not, we have to start at season one. (laughs) Oh, God, Christ. (laughs) So the original seasons of Vanderpump had seven key players. And tragically, that number will grow before our time is over. Right. Let's start with Stassi, Kristen, and Katie. They are three best friends who are all servers at Sir, this restaurant. Stassi is the breakout star. And no, not Stacy. Stassi. There's a Stacy. No, no. There's no Stacy. No. It's Stassi. It's Stassi. Tell me it's spelled like Stacy. It's still, it's spelled S-T-A-S-S-I. Come on. <laughs> Boo. So in these early seasons, Stassi is the breakout star Kristen is taking on the role of kind of the absolutely crazy bitch. And Katie is the most low-key, albeit a functioning alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) These three best friends also have three boyfriends. Stassi's boyfriend is Jax. He's the bartender at Sir, and he's always claiming he's not cheating on her, and he is always cheating on her. Right. Then there's Tom Schwartz, Katie's boyfriend, And the only person in this recap who, at this time, is not working for Lisa Vanderpump. Then there's Kristen's boyfriend, Tom Sandoval. Oh, so he's he's the eye of the hurricane, then. Sandoval, who I'm going to try to refer to as Sandoval throughout because there are two Toms, so it can get a little confusing if I say Tom. Sandoval is a bartender, and I'm sorry to say this, but at the time, I thought he was by far one of the better boyfriends on the show. He was funny. He seemed very sane compared to Kristen, his girlfriend. He was charismatic. I thought he was a cool guy in 2013. You fool. The other notable character here is Sheena, our connection to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she's a new server at Sir. The triumvirate of Stassi, Kristen, and Katie hate Sheena, I think just because she's new. And that's the main drama of the first season. But in the second season, oh baby. In season two, Kristen becomes extremely suspicious that Sandoval is cheating on her. She hears from an anonymous source that he hooked up with a girl on a boys trip in Vegas. So that is really setting her off, even though he's claiming didn't happen. But she is also very, very suspicious of a new girl who has become a bartender at Sir after years of a friendship with Sandoval and working at other Lisa Vanderpump restaurants. Oh, so she has a history with Sandoval. Yes, they're friends. They're longtime friends. Oh, friends. This new bartender, her name is Ariana Maddox, and she is the heroine of our story. All these names sound made up. I know. <laughs> All of them. Everyone. Not a normal name in the bunch. So Ariana's hitting the scene. Yes. 
So Ariana is introduced as really laid back, funny, and of course, model beautiful, as all these people are. Sandoval makes a point of saying in an interview, she's a good friend of mine and she's cool and she's chill, unlike most of the girls at Sir. Uh, oh, throwing words. Yes. This not like other girls vibe made Ariana really stand out. And although she and Sandoval would banter behind the bar, they both claimed their relationship was purely platonic. Well, he's still dating Kristen. He's still dating Kristen. That's not enough for Kristen. And she is insane with jealousy throughout the season, insisting Sandoval is cheating, but never having proof and never breaking up with him. Just simply making both of them miserable every day. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the only, you know, logical way to move forward. Absolutely. She asks both Sandoval and Ariana if they've ever hooked up and they both say no. That is a small fib. Technically, they did make out in a pool at the Golden Nuggets three years before. (laughs) (laughs) But had gone no further. It's just like the NPR intensity that you bring to this, to this, to this, to this. This is my Roman Empire. Yeah, I know. Um, And the small transgression of them making out that one time is overshadowed by a shocking revelation. Kristen herself has cheated with Jax. (gasps) That's right. Stasi had recently broken up with Jax, but he has been begging her to get back together for the entire season. Then she found out that her BFF Kristen slept with him while Sandoval, Kristen's boyfriend, was sleeping in the next room. <gasps> the confrontation ends with Stasi smacking Kristen across the face, uh, an iconic moment. And shortly after the truth came out, Sandoval and Kristen were no more. I do, we might want to pause recording. I'd like to show you the smack. I would like to see it. Can you pause the recording for me? I will, yeah. So Allie just watched the clip of the slap. Oh my. I mean, it's just, it takes me right back. Mm. You know, it takes me right back. Like, I didn't see this, but when was this? What year was this? 20, that would have been like 14. It's, It's just everything you wanted out of an episode of television in 2014. Absolutely. So that happens. The truth comes out. Sandoval and Kristen are no more. By the reunion of that season. So, you know, the season ends, there's a couple months and they film the reunion. By the reunion, Sandoval and Ariana are a couple. Of course they are. Officially. Because they were absolutely sleeping together. Probably at least almost. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't even know what you're talking about for half of this. And I'm sure that they were sleeping together. Yes. The next major character to be introduced is DJ James Kennedy. Uh, he's an absolute fuckboy, DJ wannabe, who Kristen begins dating and therefore comes onto the show. James had apparently been, quote, making music with Sandoval before he and Kristen began dating, and Sandoval feels it's very underhanded that Kristen chooses him as her rebound. James is a very bombastic personality. He and Kristen's relationship blows up after not long, but he sticks around on the show. Kristen also continues to be pretty unhinged about Sandoval and Ariana's seemingly, like, very happy relationship. At one point, Kristen flies in a girl who's claiming that she hooked up with Sandoval in Miami, who they all refer to as Miami girl. Kristen, no longer dating Sandoval, flies her in to confront both Ariana and Sandoval. But Ariana and Sandoval stay very, like, they're a united front. And they're like, that didn't happen. Like, we, no, that's not true. Oh, my God. Cut to season five. (laughs) James Kennedy has a new girlfriend and her name is Raquel Levis or Levis. 
Raquel is significantly younger than the rest of the cast. At this point, she's 22 to most of the cast's late 20s, mid 30s. She's a pageant girl. She's got this like long hair. She's super tan. She's a little skinny, tall, skinny mini. She's an innocent. She's throwing like puppy parties. That's kind of her thing, uh, is just being innocent. And James, who's like a real fuckhead, is head over heels for her. And in an attempt to like be better for her, he does try to like, he quits drinking for a while. Like they're trying to just be pure and nice together. And the rest of the cast really embraces her as well. They all become really, really good friends. Sandoval even helps organize James's proposal to Raquel in 2021 after they dated for five years. He puts like a lot of money into the proposal for James and Raquel. It seems everyone in the cast has found a lasting love. Then Raquel and James break up in December of the same year they were engaged. It seemed like things had just petered out with Raquel specifically citing that James has anger issues. Absolutely true. And that there had been tension with her family. Um, Those were kind of Raquel's causes for the split. They resolved to try to move forward as friends. And so begins filming for season 10. Are we we here now? Is it season 10 now? Yes. So what year is this? 2022. Oh my God. So the status quo at the start of this season is Tom Sandoval and Ariana have been together for nine years. They have purchased a home together. And although they're maybe like not about marriage, they are like as committed as a married couple. They are talking about like creating embryos together. Like she's has eggs frozen, I think. And they're talking about like fertilizing some of those eggs to have if they ever want to have a child. That's how serious they are. Wow. Katie and Tom Schwartz, who you might remember from the beginning of this talk. Oh, yeah. Are recently divorced, which is sad. Oh. Because Schwartz is always siding with Sandoval and against Katie when they clash. Like, he's always just, like, agreeing with his best friend instead of his wife. On top of that, Tom and Tom now own a bar called Tom Tom. That they co-own with Lisa Vanderbilt. Oh, great. And they're in a very chaotic and delayed process of opening another bar called Schwartz and Sandy's. Right. Um, Only naming bars after themselves for some reason. But literally they're there all the time. And it is like a big reason the marriage between Katie and Schwartz breaks up is like the stress that this bar is putting on them. James has a new girlfriend, Allie, who he's saying is the love of his life. And Raquel is single, working at Sir, and ready to mingle. The season plays out relatively low-key, but there's, of course, some drama. Number one, Sandoval and Ariana are admittedly to both of them going through a little bit of a rough patch. Ariana's been open about her mental health struggles over the years, and in the course of this season, her beloved grandmother and her beloved dog pass away, which, of course, totally rocks her. Meanwhile, Sandoval, like I said, is trying to open this new bar, Schwartz and Sandy's, and it's not going well. It's taking forever. The business partners are nervous. He's literally never home because he's doing all of this bar stuff. This becomes a real sticking point for Sandoval and Ariana because Ariana feels like she needs quality time to be intimate with a partner and wants to spend a whole evening in with Sandoval. Sandoval, on the other hand, sees quality time as, quote, doing shrooms together or going skinny dipping. Like, that's his idea of quality time. Like, multiple times? Like, he's like, I want a regimented skinny dip (laughs) time? I guess, like, what he's, what she's saying is, like, instead of going out and getting shit-faced, what if we stay in and, like, cook a nice meal together and then maybe I'll want to fuck? 
And he's like, to me, quality time is like going out and getting shit faced. She's like, I'm hearing you. And she's like, I'm 34, but okay. Oh my God. I'm so tired thinking about this. I'm tired. Oh my God. He's like 40. He's literally like 40 years old. And he's still home every night at 3 a.m. Totally admittedly, things are not all rosy, but they're working on it. And Ariana, in a conversation with Raquel, who's become a dear friend of hers, says that she still finds Sandoval so fucking hot. And indeed, she says that she feels like she's not hot enough for him. She has a lot of body image issues. And they, and they're um, been together for nine years. Nine years. Nine so years. This is a real. It's a real relationship. Basically, a marriage. So it's clear she's still totally in on Sandoval, even with the drama in their relationship. Drama number two of the season is Raquel and the other Tom, Tom Schwartz. So Schwartz is newly divorced from Katie, and they're really trying to stay friends because they had been together even before the show started. Like they'd been together for a really long time, fully married and now divorced. The one thing she asks of him is, please don't hook up with anyone in the friend group. However, Raquel is also single right now. She and James broke up. So at Sheena's wedding, they make out in front of everybody. Naturally. Including Katie, who's there. Oh boy. No, 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 no. It is big drama. And a lot of the friend group actually sides with Schwartz and Raquel. They think it's like unreasonable that Katie's made this request for Schwartz not to hook up with the friend group, which is insano to me. I think it's unreasonable that you would try to stay friends with somebody who you're divorced from. Fair enough. But still, I think if you're going to, I think it's reasonable to be like, fuck anyone but our mutual friends. I don't think that's crazy. I, no, I don't think that's crazy. You know? Yeah, it's true. It's very true. But I agree. I don't know that I could stay friends with someone. Because they're her friends, too. Yes. Yeah. That was, she was like, she was, like, she was on dates. So she like, was like, I'm not saying don't date. Don't have sex with my friends. Just don't have sex with my friends. Oh, how auspicious those words are, Allie. Yeah. I, oh, geez, I don't even know what I'm saying. You don't even know. But really, a lot of the friend group is on Schwartz and Raquel's side. They're single. They make out a few more times, but the relationship kind of peters out. There's not a lot there between Schwartz and Raquel. A couple other notable things. Rumors flare that Ariana and Sandoval are in an open relationship. All of a sudden, that's a Twittering amongst everyone. But they both kind of shut that down. When they're asked directly about it, they're both like, no, that's not true. We're not in an open relationship. Raquel on camera pays for an $800 lightning bolt necklace to treat herself. And she starts wearing it quite a bit. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Okay. Lisa Vanderpump's ancient husband, Ken, (laughs) (laughs) mentions how funny and weird he thought thought it was that Sandoval had Raquel over while Ariana was away. And they were in the jacuzzi all night. Wait, what? Yes. As friends. That's just as friends. They're all good friends. She just crashed there. But they were in the jacuzzi together all night. Allie. I consider your husband a friend of mine, even of out even outside <laughs> of our relationship. Yeah. I think I could spend not more than 45 minutes in a jacuzzi with him, alone, with you not even home. I, I, honestly, that feels like a little long <laughs> yeah. to me. Not more than 45 yeah. minutes could I spend in a jacuzzi. And, and I don't know how much time you think you could spend with my husband in a jacuzzi, Alone when I'm not home. A tight, appropriate 25. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I just, I don't see. And the other thing is this. Even if for some reason I was at your house with your husband and you were not home, 
what would never occur to me is getting in the jacuzzi at all. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> if it was like a group hang. Yes. And we're like, this is, I, we're I imagine all in the, jacuzzi. The, the 45 minutes I imagine the two of you in the jacuzzi is there's a bunch of people in the jacuzzi. Yes. You're having an interesting conversation. So you're just kind of pruning because you're finishing, like, finishing your conversation. Yeah, and you're sure. really talking about it. Like that makes sense. Alone together for all night. All night. In the and jacuzzi. it was their choice. By choice. They got in, they made the move to the jacuzzi. Absolutely. Oh, this is bad. So. Filming for the season literally ends. There's a couple months, like I mentioned, between when the season ends and then the reunion gets filmed. And the cast really just are living their normal lives. And on March 1st, 2023, it begins. A day that will live in infamy. (laughs) Ariana is at a concert for Sandoval and his cover band, Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras. Oh, God. They're on tour with their cover band. Every... Every 12 minutes, you say something so crazy. (laughs) So crazy. Well, Tom is on stage. He drops his phone. And a band member just passes it over to Ariana to hold. Because Tom's on stage. So, of course, it's easy to just be like, oh, let me pass it to your basically wife. Oh, no. To hold. Something within, or perhaps it's the spirits of her grandmother and her dog, compels Ariana to look at Tom's phone. And there, in a secret folder is a video of Tom Sandoval and Raquel having Skype sex. (gasps) No! From when? Recently. Oh, no! And months ago. And months ago, too! Meanwhile, Raquel and Sheena are filming Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live in New York City. This night, they're filming it. After the show, they get this frantic call Raquel does from Ariana being like, what the fuck? I saw the video on Tom's phone. Uh, oh my God. What the fuck? That call ends. Sheena's like, what's going on? And Raquel seemingly goes into shock and very matter of factly tells Sheena that she and Sandoval have been having a months long affair. Sheena punches Raquel in the face. <gasps> oh my God. Good so, for Sheena. So here's the truth. Sandoval and Raquel had been having an affair since summer 2022. It begins around Coachella before Raquel and Sandoval's BFF Schwartz make out at Sheena's wedding. She is already fucking around with Sandoval before the wedding where she makes out with Schwartz. (gasps) Many believe that the makeout with Schwartz was to make him jealous. Or was it calculated distraction from the real Tom that Raquel was banging? No, a decoy Tom. A decoy Tom. Some even believe Schwartz is in on it, which I think is not proven. That is like Bush took down the Twin Towers. Oh my God. (laughs) That's crazy. Throughout the season, Sandoval had been talking in his confessionals about Ariana and him basically living as roommates and how their spark was gone. And that was understood. Ariana talked, too, about the fact that they were having struggles in their life. But many now believe this, too, was calculated. Sandoval was doing the groundwork during the season to be able to end the relationship with Ariana without looking like the bad guy once the season was over. Everyone would say, well, they'd been having problems all season. It was very clearly documented. Then he and Raquel could begin dating the next season. 
and hopefully there'd be no ill will from the cast since they all knew Sandoval and Ariana had been having problems. Calculated. And when you go back to the early seasons, it's exactly what he's doing with Kristen. <gasps> oh my God, you're right. It's the same pattern. He's saying, she's so crazy jealous. I don't know why she doesn't trust me. And who was he sleeping with at that point? Not Ariana. Well, there was allegations about a Vegas girl, allegations about my Miami girl, allegations about Ariana. So we don't for okay. sure know. Okay. But he's doing the same thing. This is his pattern. The lightning bolt necklace Raquel purchased. Oh, I knew this was going to come back. Tom has a matching one. No. And they were both wearing it all the time. Like a secret message between the two of them. Oh my God, like Charles and Camilla. Like a secret love message. And the song his band sings every night, Electric Love. (gasps) Baby, you're like lightning in a bottle. Oh my God. (laughs) He dressed as her for Halloween. They were fucking the entire time. This is insane. This is an insane situation. And so it explodes. They're wearing secret symbols? Secret love necklaces. You can go through her Instagram for months and she's wearing that Always goddamn wearing lightning it. bolt. And on the show, they show her purchasing it. And she's like, maybe I deserve it as a treat to myself. And the person's like, it's $800. And she's like, yeah, I'll buy it. It was a secret love message. Who ended up paying for it? And did she, she buy did. it? She bought it. And then who bought his? He bought his. Or we, we don't know. We don't know. Unconfirmed. I don't I don't need to know that. You can move on. So it explodes. The cameras come back on. Everyone cries and screams at Sandoval and Raquel. And the two sociopaths are like giggling together in her apartment. Like, what? <laughs> that was crazy. Like, I didn't want this to happen. Oh, man. Like, it's, it's, you should watch these last couple episodes of this season, Allie. It's crazy. It is insane. Kristen, who's been off the show for years at this point, makes an appearance to burn sage with Ariana and cleanse <gasps> her space. That's beautiful. The two of them coming together. It's the circle of to life. To say, fuck that guy. Yes. And Ariana and Tom have a final confrontation that is perhaps better than any written piece of drama. And I welcome <laughs> tweets naming plays. <laughs> If you can find a play <laughs> that makes you feel more than what Ali and I, spoiler, are about to perform. Oh, good. I'm glad. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. And I have She'll a- She'll believe it when she sees it. I have it, a theater degree. We both have theater degrees. For four years, I gave Emerson my money. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything better than this. <laughs> if you're willing, Ali, I'd like you to perform it with me now. Oh, um, do I get to pick who I am? I think you should be Sandoval. That was what I thought too. Oh, we're on the same page. Yeah. So you're going to be S for Sandoval. Right. And I'm A for Ariana. I have to get in the character. Yeah. So he's an absolute idiot. Duplicitous. Yeah. Stupid. 40. 40. (laughs) All right. I'm there. All right. So you start. (laughs) I just clocked the first few, few lines. (laughs) Okay, so Sandoval, I don't know what he's saying this after, but... He's, um, they're in their shared home, which to this day, they're both still living in. Neither of them will move out. Sam, that's not right. That can't possibly be right. (laughs) They're in their shared home. He's grabbing a soda or like, I think he's grabbing a beer. Okay, that makes sense for the first line, which is, do you want anything? For you to die. Well, that's inevitable. How was your night at Raquel's last night? I was at Schwartz's. You were also at Schwartz's when you two were together on FaceTime. 
So you being at Schwartz's doesn't really mean anything. You still haven't said sorry for what you actually did. Stage directions. I take a long sip of beer. Yeah. Every time I try to apologize to you, it just makes you more angry. Good. Then let me be angry. Okay. You should still fucking apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't want to hurt you. I really did not want to hurt you. You didn't want to hurt me, but then you continued to do something repeatedly over and over and over and over again. We stopped. Dude, it happened. That would hurt me? I can't believe you just called her dude. I, I, <laughs> no. like, you did a good job on that line jump. Thank uh, you. But uh, <laughs> it happened and we, it didn't happen for a while. Oh, great. I've been with you for nine years. Back when you lived with Schwartz, we were friends. When you were literally fucking wearing combat boots and skinny jeans and didn't have a dime to your fucking name, driving a 1997 Honda Civic. I loved you then, when you had nothing. You get a little money, little bar, little band. And then this girl is going to act like enamored with you, like, oh my god, I'm so, ugh. Because that's what you want, huh? You want someone to just gas you up. That girl is searching for identity in men. She has no identity of her own. Willing to stoop so low as to fuck one of her best friend's life partners. That someone you think is like a good person you should be around. Okay, pause. If I could go back and redo my Emerson audition <laughs> monologue, it would be that. It's so good. It's amazing. All right, I'm back in character. Yeah. I don't know how it happened. It just happened. We became really good friends. Like, I was seeking something that I wasn't getting here. And that's selfish. That's really selfish. Selfish is the nicest word you could use. It's horrible. Me and Raquel became, like, really good friends. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> fucking Raquel! Your friendship is fucking bullshit. No, it's not. Yes, it is! No, it's not! It's bullshit. It's disgusting. You know everything. It's disgusting. You are disgusting. Hey, everybody. This person knows everything. <laughs> Your friendship with Raquel is disgusting. Well, guess what? It's real. Because she treats me with fucking respect. Something I haven't gotten from you in a long time. So I'm the scapegoat? I'm not saying you're the scapegoat. I'm to blame. I'm trying to get you to understand that like... You, like, you just had to fuck my friend. I was, it wasn't about fucking... It was about a connection where we were actually like respecting each other and giving each other confidence. Uh, stage direction, Ariana Mimes hanging herself. That's you right now. Ariana. <laughs> the relationship just wasn't the same, Ariana. We have no sex life. I lost all my mojo. So fuck my friend. The thing that makes- Fuck my friend then. Get your mojo back. Fuck my friend. Once I turned 40, I was like- this can't be the rest of my life. That is a very normal thing. I know. That's why you go to couples therapy together. I know. And we could have. We both have things. You either get through them or you break up. I fucking tried to ask you. I tried to talk to you like, dude, these... Why does he keep calling her dude? Why? Okay, like, dude, these past few months, the amount of times I got an apology out of you... I can count on one hand. These last three months, you were already fucking my friend. It's not just about somebody stroking my ego that this happened. And it's not about looks. It came from something much deeper. As time went on, we became this, like, 
support system with each other. Don't you dare talk to me about a deep connection. I cannot fucking believe you. I know you don't want to hear it. Shut up. It's important that you know that. I don't want to hear it because it's fucking disgusting. Shut up. Say it to her. When are you going to see her next? Tomorrow. Great. And are you guys going to kiss and hug and talk about your deep connection? I don't know. Why don't you just say no? I was ride or fucking die for you. And I had her back as well. And the fact that she's continued to smile in my face while also smiling on FaceTime with you is one of the most god-awful, disgusting things I've ever heard of. I'm sorry you had to see that. Why don't you be sorry you ever fucking did it? Oh. I regret every moment I stood up for you, defended you, supported you. You're worth nothing. And I want you to feel that deep in your soul. I want you to hear those words coming from the mouth of the woman that fucking stood by you and loved you. And then cut. And that's the end and, of the and, and end. Oh my God. Chills. I don't believe Shakespeare could have written that. I don't. I think that they might have been able to cobble Shakespeare together, <laughs> but Shakespeare couldn't have done that. A Absolutely men. not. The juxtaposition of like the most beautiful put downs ever spoken by a woman. Things that every person in a fight with a significant other wishes they had said, Ariana bringing out here. But, and her being like, I, I defended you. Yes. I was there for you and you treat me like this. Juxtaposed with Tom being like, Dude, it's not like that. It's not like that. Um, We just had a real deep connection. Oh my God. So, I mean. She's a wordsmith. She's amazing. So. Can we get her a MacArthur Genius Grant? I think we have. (laughs) She's on Dancing with the Stars. I think that's as close as what we can do for her. That's good enough. But yeah, I mean, it's only, there's only more to tell. I mean, more and more came out as the time goes, but I think this gives you a good primer of like, why everyone was obsessed with this as it was happening. The years of history behind it, the pattern of it, the shock of it. Like, it was just mwah for Bravo drama. Wow. We stan Ariana, and I can't wait to watch next season. Wow. I... <laughs> you look shell-shocked. I'm shell-shocked. I, I can't believe that this is all happening Without me being a part of it. And now this is the best commercial for Vanderpump Rules I've ever experienced. Andy Cohen, call me and I'll do this for every one of your shows. He should get you on the payroll. I swear to God. This is the most convinced I've ever been of anything. If I can be paid to do this, I will. Absolutely. No question. And you're like, and if I'm not paid, I'll still (laughs) do it. There's a heavy chance I still do it. That's your Christian calling. I can talk about uh, Summer House next time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sam, you've done an incredible amount of research here. Thank you so much. Um, NPR style reporting. I did my, most of it, I, I confirmed a lot of facts, but I gotta admit that a lot of that came right off the dome. I just, Of course it did. I just knew an embarrassing amount of that. This is... This is close to your heart. This one really was. <laughs> this is close to your heart. And I know that. And I thank you for sharing it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ugh. And thank you all for being there with us. Thank you for experiencing that with me, audience. Yeah. And if you haven't watched it, I encourage you to re- watch the last episode of, of season 10 of Vanderpump. And you can see that fight 
in real life as it happened. I am going to go follow, follow Ariana on Instagram. Absolutely do that. Wherever she is. Yeah. You should. After this, I'll just show you the clip. I do want to see the clip. Yeah, I mean, I'll show you the clip. Wow. We got to get to that. We got to get to that. <laughs> All right. So we got to do that. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for, for being with us on this, during this important, very important, very important report. I feel like I should play like a CNN music. <laughs> ba, like ba, a, ba, ba. Well, I think that's a good place to to wrap it up. So we will see you next week, of course. Always. On Tuesday. Next Tuesday. <laughs> every Tuesday we release a new episode. I'm going to go next week. And I will we'll see you there. We'll see you then. We'll see you then. And until then, stay horrified. Stay horrified.